two things can get you through this, man. That's patience and persistence. We all aspire. We all have the same emotions. You know, no matter who you are, where you from, we all have the same emotions. You know, we all want to be successful. You know, we all have the same fears of failure. We all have feelings of abandonment. We all, you know, want love. You have to have such a strong belief in yourself that you can quiet out all the outside noise because that's going to lead that on every step of the way. You know, there are people that, that are projecting their fears and their shortcomings and failures on you. And you have to be very careful, you know, with that. People telling you can't do that. Why can't I? You know, because they may have tried or they don't believe that they can do it. And it's not really about you. It's about what they feel and their fear inside. So you have to be strong enough and resilient to believe in whatever it is you're trying to do. Every human being has genius level talent. And there are no chosen one. God is given every single person genius level talent. You just have to find what it is that you're great at and then tap into it. First of all, I'm always, uh, I'm, I'm constantly curious and always trying to evolve as a human being, right? That's that's one thing, trying to learn myself and learn my thoughts and learn the things that I don't like and learn, you know, whatever insecurities that we have as human beings. People look at you strange saying you change, like you work that hard to stay the same, like you're doing all this for a reason. And what happens most of the time, people change. People change around you because they start treating you differently because of your success. So you are changing. You don't change who you are, the core of who you are, the things you believe, the things you love, and the things you die for, and your principles. You don't change that, but you're going to change who you are. You're going to change. You know, you can't do the same things. You can't hang on the corner. Some people may not be comfortable with that. I'm not really concerned with noise because I, I'm playing. For, I'm playing for a long game. I, I see. I see ten years down the road. Every now and again, I step outside of myself and I just look at my life objectively. Sometimes I find myself saying, "Who is that dude right there?" Like you told me twenty years ago that my life would be like this. I'm not sure I would have believed you. I heard people say I'm the luckiest man on the planet. I like to think I stay ready. A wise man once told me luck isn't some mystical energy that dances around the universe randomly bestowing people with satisfaction and joy. You create your own luck. My uncle, he was telling me, like, I'm never going to... My uncle said, I never sold a million records. I sold a million records like a million times. Are you crazy? How are you going to do that? Wow. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's things that I do now that he, he can't believe that I was able to accomplish. He couldn't even see it at the time. So he was just projecting from his fears on me. Right? How do, how do you arrive at that point? You gotta also look at that. You have to look at that. You gotta look at the environments and places we live in and how things are set up and how things are structured and how we're always laughing the totem pole, even from our schooling to our roles to, you know, everything that, we, that all the obstacles that's placed in front of us. Even our living conditions. We live in a project. Someone lives here, 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 and here. You know, you have to deal with all these different type of personalities. You have, you're in the box. Someone's above you, below you, to the right of you, to the left of you. And every day you have to manage that circle. So, that's like moving dormant. Life is about balance, right? You have to have some type of balance. You have to like time for work and it's time for play. And if you don't allow these two things to coexist, you have an imbalance. It's not. 
it's not simple to do with all the pressures to succeed and all the pressures to once you succeed to stay there. You have a belief in yourself, and, some, and sometimes, in most cases, it's a naivete of who you are and what you can contribute to um, to the game. Belief in oneself and knowing who you are—I mean, that's the foundation of everything great. Truth about talent is uh, first that it's God-given. When you want to unleash that talent, your mind lets it go. You know, because it's there. You have to have the belief that when you uh, draw from that well of talent, that it's going to be there. You have to have that belief that when you go into the basket, no one that's on that court can stop you. That's an individual thing. I'm not going to let anybody speed up my process. I don't care what's happening out there. That's 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 the great thing about you know having ultimate confidence in yourself is it doesn't matter what's happening. I don't care what's happening. I don't care what you're on or this person's on. This is what I like. They have that thing that, you know, that belief that they go, you can only do one thing. You know, we, 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 don't, we don't have that. We don't, we're not inflicted with that disease. I, I personally don't believe anybody could, could stop me. I, I really, that's just how I believe. It was going to be, I was coming, you know, I, I was destined. Yeah, it's just, it just is what it is. My mom bought me my first boombox and my mom's friend bought me my first notebook it was like this, this makeshift notebook of papers with no line it was a green book with uh these little pins that you bend down on each side and when i first started making music that's when i first realized that you know i was tapping into an emotion and i knew there was small pockets of people all across the country that i spoke to directly but i didn't have the vehicle to get to them. You know, I didn't have a record uh, label at the time, so I tried to get a, a record deal. When I couldn't get a record deal, the record company would be my bridge to them. And they didn't give me that bridge, so it was very important in my career that we didn't give up right there, that belief in myself and belief that I had something to offer. So we built our own bridge and, you know, I started my own record company. I had a really outside dream of being a millionaire by the time I was 30 years old. I actually calculated where uh, it would take and all these different things. And I had no idea, I had no plan of how I was going to arrive at this point. Other than this very distant outside chance of being a basketball player, which was very far because I, I never played any organized sports. I never like really played on the team. Back then, that opportunity was very limited because rap wasn't what it is today. My small circle of friends would say these stories, right? These short stories. So it was a hobby for everybody. I remember the first time seeing Sugar Hill on Soul Train. I was like, what are they doing on there? It was like shocking to me. Like, why are they on TV? Like, for doing that. As an artist, if you ain't inspired to work, then you start thinking. Once you start thinking, you start forcing music. It's never good. My feeling is, whenever inspiration will find you, you have to find it. And I wish I could say we were geniuses and say we're going to start our own company. You know, I, that's not what happened. You know, in the beginning, we went to every single label and every single label shut their door on us. Um, the, the genius thing that we did was we didn't give up. We didn't say, because these guys, you know, we use that, what do they know approach, you know, we... We didn't give up at that point. I think that 
you know, that was the genius thing we did. We started selling our own CDs and we built our own buzz and then the record company came back to us. So now we had uh, a different negotiation. You know, it wasn't the same artist um, label relationship. Now we retain ownership in our own company and uh, it was the best thing for us. Discipline as well the discipline and not get caught up in the moment you know music is like stocks too you know there's the hot thing of the moment you know there's this hot electro sound or the hot auto-tune voice or the hot uh, whatever whatever's new and exciting and you know you know people tend to make emotional decisions based on that you don't stick with what they know this is who i am this is you know this is what i do and then they, you know, jump on this next hot thing and, you know, it's, it's not for you. So for me, just having the discipline and having the confidence that, that and who I am, you know, and if I go into a studio and, and if I find my truth of the moment, there, there, there are a number of people in the world that can relate to what I'm saying and, and it's going to um, buy into what I'm doing. You know, not because it's the new thing at the moment, but because it's my genuine emotions. It's how I feel. It's how I articulate the world. He just affirmed to me that instincts is really important in business. You know, I, I didn't go to any proper business school or any, uh, read any super, uh, follow any manuals like the record business 101 or anything like that. I just pretty much follow my instincts. And he just reaffirmed that for me that, you know, your instincts are very important to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to welcome everybody to my podcast. I am your gracious host, Jupiter Nine. And yeah, man, it's all about that billionaire uh, mindset. You know what I'm saying? Shout outs to Jay Z, man. Know what I mean, you know, people don't understand why so many people from New York State, you know what I'm saying, um, are such big. Jay-Z fans, it's not really because of his rap career. Well, it might have something to do with it for people who follow Jay since his whole career, like myself. I remember, you know, when the record companies didn't want to uh, sign Jay and, and, and Rockefeller and all them cats. I remember when, you know, he couldn't get a deal. A lot of, uh, a lot of uh, DJs in New York, you know what I'm saying? New York City were hating on him. At the time, they wouldn't play his music, you know. So, you know, people can learn a lot from where Jay started and and where he is right now in his career. And he started out with $100,000, you know what I'm saying, street money. Like, you know what I mean? And look at him now, you know what I'm saying? Um, people don't understand what it takes to get to where Jay-Z is at. A lot of people think that, you know, that shit happened overnight for Jay. That Jay just got a billion dollars because he married Beyonce and all that. Like, know what I mean? But Jay been grinding for a long time, man. Ever since going back to the days of, you know, um, Jazzo and Hawaiian Silky and back in them eras, you know, when he used to rap fast and, you know, I mean... I can go way, way back, even before that. Like, know what I'm saying? Like, but the whole point of this podcast, I like to. First of all, let me. I like to welcome everybody to this podcast, man. Thank you for tuning in. 
You know what I'm saying? But today's podcast, man, is all about having a billion dollar billionaire mindset, man. And you know, too many times us as a people, we uh, we give up too easily. We give up too fast uh, because we fail one time at something, and then we end up, you know, not trying again. And I can't tell you how many times I have failed at creating my own lane far as financially, creating something that I can financially take care of myself. You know what I'm saying? And I done did a lot of stuff, man, and continue to test out things. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, some things work. Some things don't work too well, you know, and... Some things don't work at all, but I keep I keep learning, I keep pushing, I keep trying. That's the thing. You you should never give up on your dreams. And too many times, people give up on their dreams, man. And if you have a, a really big dream, like my goal and my dream is to create generational wealth. Like that's my goal from here on out to the rest of my life until I'm no longer breathing. I'm six feet deep. You know what I mean? Uh, the goal is generational to create generational wealth for the next generation in my family. You know what I mean? And um, who knows if I'll do that or not, but I'm going to try my damn damnest to make it happen. You know what I'm saying? And some things that people go through when they're trying to um, you know, step outside the comfort zone. I mean, people are too comfortable. I think a lot of people are too comfortable comfortable with their nine to five and you know the security of having a nine to five. Um I think that's holding a lot of people back on wanting to start their own thing. Wanting to start their own clothing line. I just seen something on um what's it called? Uh Shark Tank where you know these uh, millionaires, they look for entrepreneurs and, and inventors, and they pick out the ones who are the best. But well, anyway, long story short, it was this young man, you know what I'm saying, who was 15 years old, and he, like a couple years ago, or a year ago, I think, or something like that, not too long ago, he had recently had a birthday, and he got some birthday money. So... He decides to take his birthday money and start a clothing line. Well, fast forward um, a year later, now he has a clothing line that's bringing in annual sales of $1.5 million. And this is what I mean by not giving up, by going for your dreams, you know what I'm saying? Um, Not just being complacent with the 9 to 5 over, just being complacent by saying that, you know, I'm only 15 years old. I can't start no business, but time and time and time and time and time and time and time again, you'll see young kids today and they are doing their own thing. You know what I mean? Even with the the music today, uh, a lot of cats, young kids, they are, you know, um, not rating on a record deal anymore like they used to back in the day. Yeah, they still might, you know, uh, deal with the record companies at certain at a certain point maybe but that's after you know they have already you know exhausted all their internet influence and they are already reached the the ceiling of what they could do on their own as far as like um you know 
creating a buzz on the internet, uh, getting a following, um, this, that, and the third. But the thing is different, different with today with these young kids in, in the entertainment and in hip hop is that, uh, yes, the quality of music has suffered tremendously, but far as like business wise, I think that the young kids are doing their thing. Like, you know, young kids don't need a record label anymore. Not with the internet. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, people are afraid to, you know, too many people are afraid to be uncomfortable, you know, to be uncomfortable, to, to, to say, if you work in a nine to five and working a job, you hate not saying you should quit your job or anything like that. You know, if you're working, but people just don't want to be uncomfortable when it comes to separating themselves from everybody else. And, becoming their own boss, becoming their own man or woman, and being the one who's um, signing the checks instead of being the one who's receiving the checks. So people don't want to be uncomfortable. People, again, once you get complacent, I think it's hard to break out of that complacency. And, you know, I could be uh, a, a victim of that too, as well of, you know, I always wanted to do my own thing, start my own, you know, business and all that. But I've tried a lot of things. And, you know, since I had the nine to five, I always had that to fall back on. But that can always be a gift and a curse, too, as well, because you won't go as hard when you got a nine to five. If you understand what I'm saying, because you got you already got a, a weekly check coming in and. If you fail at something, then you'd be like, oh, well, fuck it. It didn't work. So I'm just going to, you know, you know, rock with my, my nine to five and just continue doing what I'm doing and barely getting by and barely living life. And, you know, um, just keep barely living, you know, but it was until the turning point for me, I really think it was not only with the whole coronavirus stuff that was going on and then you know everything shut down and um that was kind of critical because it it made it gave me a turning point not only to that but to only sit down and think about like man you know just that easy you know I can stop working and I won't have no type of income coming in just like that everything can be shut down and how the hell am I going to take care of myself if everything shuts down? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, um, just the uncertainty of having somebody tell you what to do, what time you got to be there, what time you can take a, a lunch break, what time you can use the bathroom. Pretty much a nine to five to me, which is nothing wrong with a nine to five. You got to start at some place, especially if you're not born with any type of the heron that's coming in or you don't have that type of thing going on in your life. And you starting way from the bottom, then you know you got you gotta, probably got to get a ninety five possibly, you know if you can't create something that can you know bring in some type of financial income into your into your pockets. But um, everything you know what I'm saying happens for a reason. So you know that's 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 the big thing. People are afraid. Another thing too, people are afraid of success. No, people are afraid. Know what I'm saying? If you get a certain type of money, people are afraid to have that type of certain money because they never had that type of certain money. So people don't know what to do with money today. 
Know what I mean? Like, people don't know what to do with money today. You get a nice chunk of money, and then, you know, people want to blow it on silly stuff. And it's just, you know, you're not utilizing your ass. You're utilizing your funds, like, in, in a proper way. You know? Um, but having the, the billionaire mindset, to me, was what it is of having a billionaire mindset, to me, is being consistent. You know what I'm saying? being consistent, you know what I'm saying, always putting in the work every single day, no days off, not unless you have something serious going on in your life, but no days off, you know what I'm saying, no days off, just keep mashing, keep mashing, keep mashing and and making it happen, you know what I'm saying, and just um, learning, Continue, continue learning is another way. You know, continue learning on the things you already know and adding adding to the the knowledge you already know on whatever you're trying to accomplish. Just continue learning. You know, um, like I like another thing I say, too, is, you know, um, step out your comfort zone. That's another way of having a billionaire mindset is stepping out your comfort zone. You know, step out your comfort zone, man. Uh, If you have dreams of starting a clothing line, just do it. And then a lot of people say, well, you know, I don't have the money. And there's so many ways you can get around that. The money part, you know, it might be a little bit more time consuming, but that can be done, too, as well. A lot of stuff you can do. A lot of government programs you can get into. You know what I'm saying? To get all types of government grants. I mean, government gives money left and right to, you know, people who want to start a business. So not having the money is not an excuse. All you got to know is how to write a proposal, you know. Um, that's not hard to do. Like everything you can, you want to do in life is really, you can find it on YouTube pretty much. Like when it comes to finances, when it comes to starting a business, when it comes to affiliate marketing, all types of, especially business stuff, all that stuff can be found on YouTube. And too many times people waste too much time on flicking through TikTok for funny nonsense on tiktok youtube youtube shorts uh other platforms and you know too many times people waste time on putting all their business out online and you know putting all their everything online i mean internet is really like i said so some good things about the internet and there's some bad things about the internet and those are one of the things i really can't stand about the internet is how people just you know, bombard the internet with nonsense and, you know, prank video, like the prank videos. That's something that I really can't stand. Like, you know, people going to end up losing their life. I'm seeing a lot of prank videos popping up, people pranking people and uh, people going to end up losing their life over some attention that don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? People just want to get a bunch of likes and views and you know, people need to snap out of it and snap back into real life. You know, stuff that goes on in the Internet. A lot of that stuff is not reality. People think that, you know, because they get a bunch of likes on Facebook and and, and and all these other platforms that these people actually like them. A lot of times people don't even even like you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? On some of these platforms, they be talking all types of craziness and all that. But, you know, but when it comes to, um, you know. Us as a people, we know everything under the sun, but getting money and investing in 
you know, creating, you know, businesses. Like we know everything else, but when it comes to investing and and um creating other businesses and other jobs for other people and being a being a, a true entrepreneur, not a record label or none of that nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we have no clue. We have no clue. You know, we waste we waste billions every year on designer clothes. Uh, a lot of things that are made in China for pennies on a dollar. We waste a lot of money, and a lot of times, you know. Of course, they'll come across and it's like a thousand dollars or whatever. And a lot of people say they won't have they don't have the money, but they're wearing sneakers that cost four and five hundred dollars. But you won't spend the the money on the information to hope, possibly create your st- start the beginning to create generational wealth. You won't do that. You know what I'm saying? But. What are the books that helped me? Like, like there's a bunch of books out there that really were like a turning point in me as far as like mentally, you know, because I was on the edge when I first started off getting into like investing and wanting to start my own business and stuff like that. I was really like, you know, teeter-tottering between job and, you know, being a business owner and, you know, you know, stuff like that. Like, you know, I, I always knew I had a job to fall back on. And I think... That probably was my downfall as far as like me growing as and being an independent business owner because like I said, you always got that job to lean back on. But that's what I mean by being uncomfortable is about being uncomfortable is, is about, you know, uh, you got a business idea, you got a business dream and you say, you know what, poop my nine to five. I'm going to make my dream happen no, no matter what happens. And a lot of people, some people do that and succeed. Like, you know, Master P and people like that. And, you know, um, some people do it and fall flat on their face. But, you know, how do you know the outcome if you don't try it? Like, you know what I'm saying? If you don't try it, how, how do you know what outcome you're going to have if you don't even try to um, create the life and dreams that you want? You got to at least try. And that's what I think a lot of people don't do they don't try you know what I'm saying and I can't I can't tell you how many times people were like you know when I first started getting into podcasting you know what I'm saying um a couple of years ago um a lot of people said that you know I couldn't do it you know you know what I'm saying why you want a podcast and um I told them I said yo I love sharing information like you know what I'm saying I got a lot in this brain that I want to you know share with people and stuff like that and you know I think I'd be all right with it. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that's hard to do. You know, um, if you can talk on the phone, which some, that's something I really don't like doing. But, you know, um, why can't I podcast? There's other people doing it. And, you know, so many people are like, oh, man, you're not you're not going to be able to do nothing. But you're not going to be able to succeed in podcasting. You know, and I had a podcasting platform, you know what I'm saying? Before it was deleted on another platform, you know, uh, it was, you know, doing really well. I got over three million, three million plays on my podcast platform, and I made, I made in one year, I made forty-eight thousand dollars off of podcast. And the average podcaster, you know, who has a uh, who has a, a good following and a lot of plays, you know what I'm saying? Um, 
they make they make an average of forty to fifty thousand a year. That's on the low end. That's on the low end when it comes to podcasting. You know, if you do it for the love, then you know the money's gonna come. So there's podcasters making millions a year, but on the low end, you know, they're making forty to fifty thousand a year off just podcasting and sharing what they want to share to the people. You know what I'm saying? And you know, people don't understand. You know, I never made uh, forty eight thousand from a job off off strictly just forty dollars an hour. I never made that. You know, I was making like twenty four thousand, thirty thousand a year, something like that. But I was making, I was working a bunch of hours, and you know, you know, the pay, what they pay you to work these jobs. You know what I'm saying? They, it's really nothing, like fourteen, fifteen dollars an hour. What is that? Like, you know, with inflation, you, you're not really making fourteen and fifteen dollars an hour plus. You know, with taxes, once they take out taxes and all that, you know what I'm saying? If you can, you can kiss that fifteen dollars an hour. You're really not making fifteen dollars an hour. You probably make it somewhere like nine to ten thousand dollars, something like that. After you take all the taxes out, federal and state and and, and medical and, and and social security. Once they take all that stuff out of your check, you're actually only making like nine to ten thousand an hour if you if you're making uh fifteen thousand an hour. You know what I'm saying? So uh, for me to make forty eight thousand just strictly off of podcasting, I mean, I think that's pretty pretty cool. You know. So having a billionaire mindset, man, is another thing, too, as well, is keeping your circle small, man. You know what I'm saying? If you're a person who's, who know a lot of people, cool. But me, I'm about, you know, keeping my circle small, intermediate circle, real small, you know, not having a lot of friends and all that, you know, um, not unless, you know, you need certain type of connections on whatever, you know. But um, having having a small circle, man, not having a lot of friends, uh, cutting off people who are cancerous in your life, you know, that's another thing. Cutting off the bad negative energy, you know, that a lot of people can give and spew to you. You know, it's crazy. People can tell you that you can't do this. You can't do that. You know what I'm saying? But these are the same people that are working a nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Um or don't have a job at all telling you you can't do something you know and some people you know really take that to heart you know listen to other people and all that but you know um you can do anything you put your mind to I know that's an old cliche but anything you want to do in this world you can do it anything anything's accomplishable you know your mind can shape your reality. You can go within and create your own universe. You can do anything you want to do, especially here in the capitalist America. You can do anything you want to do here. As far as like, you know, creating a business or anything like that. Everything is all in place. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, it just takes you that want to want to put in the work. And that too, people don't want to put in the work. They think that you do something a couple times and it's supposed to, it's supposed to, everything is supposed to just, you know, sell off the shelf. You got a product, 
you you advertise it for a day and, and people think you're supposed to sell <laughs> thousands of them in one day and it, it don't it don't work like that man it don't work like that but you know another thing of having a million a billionaire mindset is you know staying focused man staying focused staying hungry even when you got a billion in the bank you still want to make those those million dollar deals you still want to make those five million dollar deals you know what i'm saying you still want to you still want to have the mindset of like you're broke that's the way you gotta see it that's the way you gotta look at it can't be comfortable you never be comfortable with having a million in the bank never be comfortable with having five billion in the bank never be comfortable with having 50 in the bank never be comfortable with having a hundred million in your bank account just never be comfortable always be grinding always you know what i'm saying of course take time out to yourself and you know go on vacations and enjoy life but just never be comfortable there's always a deal to be made remember that there's always a deal to be made in your favor and and especially if you have a talent just like jc everybody has that talent god given the talent it's up to you if you want to tap into it some people tap into it and some people don't but it's there for everybody everybody has that talent man they want to go get it and i don't know if you know Jay's a Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius. So that stuff Jay be talking about, I get it a lot quicker than some people do. But how bad do you want it? That's what you got to ask yourself. How bad do you want it? Do you want to continue working a nine to five, getting up, going to the rat race, getting up early in the morning, you're away from your family and friends or just your family and kids and not spending no time with your kids you gotta you gotta find a babysitter for your kids um you're living paycheck to paycheck um at any given time the company can be like yo you know what I mean your services are done here we don't no longer want you here you know what I'm saying and then you're looking for another 9 to 5 same old process you go to you, you fill out the applications and you, you, you go for the interview and the people in the interview looking at you like, you know, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, do you want to continue with that or do you want to be in charge of your life and really live life to the fullest? It's all up to you. You know what I'm saying? But um, having a billion billionaire mindset, man, is all the, the it's just knowing that your life is in your hands, no one else's hands. And if you want to change your life, it's going to take you to change it. Nobody else. You know what I'm saying? And that is why, you know what I'm saying? A lot of us, especially in New York State, you know what I mean? Um, Revere Jay so much because of his his grind, where he came from. Especially if you, like me, I've seen where he started and where he's ending up at. Uh, I look at that myself. He's like our Bill Gates, Warren Buff. You know what I'm saying? He's like our Bill Gates and Warren Buff. And I see that and it's like, <laughs> if he can do it, man, I know I can do it because where he came from, man, nobody thought in, in a million years, like he said, nobody thought in a million years he would be where he's at today. But it's all about you capitalizing on your opportunities when they come. 
when you get an opportunity, you not only knock down the door, you knock down the whole building. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, we have opportunities in front of us, and we let them pass us by. When it comes to finances, we let them pass them by. Like crypto. Right now, everybody should be focusing on investing in crypto. Boy, the market is down. A lot of people are running from crypto, but they don't understand the way the market moves, and this is the time you should be actually getting in. You know what I'm saying? People don't understand. Finances, they do the same thing. You know, relationships do the same thing. You'll have a a good man in front of you or a good woman in front of you, and you treat them like shit. You know what I'm saying? Vice versa. And that could be something that would be a great opportunity. You find somebody, you two are on the same page, and now you can build your empire. But no, people don't see it like that. People see, people, most people are selfish. And being selfish, you will lose out on a lot of your opportunities financially and um, and relationship-wise by being selfish. You know what I'm saying? Selfishness never grew into prosperity ever. So remember that. Selfishness never grows into prosperity. You know, this is why Oprah Winfrey gives away so much money all every year. You know what I'm saying? This is why wealthy people, rich people give back. You know what I'm saying? Because when you give back, that comes back to you. But, you know, people don't get it. People don't get it. So people are too selfish. You don't get it. But that's my take in this podcast episode, guys. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. You know what I'm saying? Please uh, share this podcast episode with everybody you know, family, friends, um, co-workers, you know what I'm saying? But share it with everybody you know, and I would really appreciate it if you share my message, man. But yo, that's my take, guys. I'm your gracious host, Jupiter Nine, and I just want to say peace and love to everybody. Take care. One.